everyone. Welcome to another episode of Karen and Toss. This is the podcast slash YouTube channel where I, your host, Karen and Hines, film critic and journalist, speak to film creatives around the world about their work, the industry, and what inspires them. And this is one of my interviews for the 2023 New York Asian Film Festival. And today, I'm very happy to be joined by filmmaker Sung Ying Ting to talk about his film, The Abandoned. We are also joined by producer David Tong. And our interpreter is Vincent. So he's off screen, but you'll be hearing Vincent doing the interpreting for that, which I'm very appreciative of. So before we begin the interview, I want to thank both um, Ting and David for joining me today. Thank you so much. And she's like, that's Okay, so I always like to begin my interviews by asking my guests to say a bit about themselves and what got them involved in the industry. So, um, Yingting, we'll begin with you. What started What started you on your path to becoming a filmmaker? Now,一开始每次节目都会让这个参与人先做一些自我的介绍，能谈一下说自己怎么开始往电影的这条路去发展，怎么会有这样一个想法，想要拍片，然后想当电影导演。哦，其其实这个当电影导演这个呃决定对
就对电影更为有兴趣，因为采访更为有兴趣。然后看到了坎城的那些各国的好的电影之后，我会觉得说，我们应该台湾应该也可以自己能够拍出更好的作品出来。并且随着这几年我们看到就是呃各国的新的导演辈出，那我也觉得台湾新导演应该有更多的人让。国际的影坛所看到、嗯，那也因此我开始跟台湾的年轻导演来合作。嗯、那曾荫庭是台湾非常优秀的年轻导演之一、嗯，那也因此我们开始有了这样子的一个合作的一个机会。嗯、那这个案子是曾荫庭自己写的剧本、嗯，呃，这个故事我非常喜欢。嗯、那也因此我开始帮曾荫庭帮导演开始找资金。然后协助导演找演员，然后一步一步的让这部电影能够诞生出来。嗯哼。So I, before I was a producer, I was a journalist, and my specialty is actually films. So because of that, I had a lot of opportunities to go to international film festivals,、uh, to to really do reports on those films and film festivals, and、uh, especially Cannes Film Festival. I've been there so many times; I cannot even count. So,、uh, because of those opportunities, I have the chance to really watch a lot of good films and fell in love with films. And these films are from different parts of the world. And I really think that、uh, having watching so many great films around the world. I do think that、uh, we can also do that in Taiwan to really put together great films, and I, I do think that、um, because of the fact that knowing that different countries and they are focused a lot on new directors、uh, that they want to cultivate and really produce wonderful films、uh, from these different countries, and I want to play a role、uh, to see whether or not I can help Taiwanese directors, especially new directors, to put their films out there for the whole world to see. And for this particular opportunity, collaborating with Inting is because that、uh, Inting actually wrote the script for this particular film, and I read the script. I loved the film, and that is when I decided to、uh, start to help him out with the financing part of the game, and also start to helping out with the casting, and at the. Uh, and also the rest of the what I need to do as a producer because I really want to make this come into fruition to make sure that such a great film, such a great script, will become an actual film. Uh, yeah. Um, Taiwan has been producing some really great films as well as dramas. I watch Taiwanese dramas. I've been watching The Big White Lie. So for anyone who's listening, go and check it out. Um, but yeah, but Taiwan has been doing great things. With、um, young filmmakers in particular,、um, was was it? There was a film that I screened last year. I believe it was from TIFF.、Um, that was really, really well as、um, really, really good as well. So I'm always looking forward to speaking to young filmmakers like Inting and not getting into the game. And I think have a really,、uh, from what I've seen, have a really distinct eye for the stories they want to tell. 所以他他其实他很喜欢台湾的电影，也很喜欢看台湾的偶像剧。那之前他有，呃，就是介绍过一些从呃多伦多影展里面介绍的一些呃影片。那他特别非常喜欢啊、呃、介绍新的导演。那尤其是这部片，你感觉上你有一个非常呃独特和比较尖锐的那方式去啊、呃、把一个电影的风格把它拍出来。所以特别有幸啊、呃，很高兴有这个机啊机会在做这个访谈。Go ahead. Mm, yeah, I just remember the name of the. I interviewed the director for Goddamn Asura, which was actually a Taiwanese film that showed at TIFF. That was the one I was trying to remember just now. <laughs> And what's the the name of the film? Um, it's called Goddamn Asura. You know how we would say Goddamn, so it's 
it's like goddamn asura so i'm um, i'm not sure how you would say in um pinin but that's the that's the english name Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll look at, we'll look into it. <laughs> it's really good. Uh, <laughs> and so like, I'm, like, I'm very not excited to talk about this film, The Abandoned. Um, first of all, I want to say I'm always drawn to films that talk a lot about the human emotion and about grief and loss. That's a very unintentional mm-hmm. thing. Um, but this film... I think it is about grief and loss and love and acceptance in different ways. But um, the story initially starts, it, it is about the about these women, these um, Thai and um, Indonesian women who've been kidnapped and are being murdered. And it is talking about the loss of these women from society and how they go missing. But I also think it's about the loss of romantic love, like the lead character, Wujie, she's grieving you know and so i want to first ask um eating about crafting a story about loss and different types of loss there's societal loss with the loss of these um migrant women and then also the loss of a loved one with um wujia's story Nature 层面的失去了就是这个无解的这方面在情感上面去失去了自己的一个很重要的人之后他怎么样去走出来所以怎么会是在架构上或者是在构想上去透过这样子等于算是两个以上层面的失去去谈论一部电影嗯其实应该说对
Whereas the, on the other hand, you have someone, a detective, that um, she was uh, so distraught by this particular suicide and losing a loved ones that the most, the dearest person, uh, someone she loved the most, uh, just uh, as a result of a suicide, uh, disappeared. And um, so I do think that that also triggered her to uh, start thinking about this downward spiral to think about uh, almost to a point of killing herself as a result of someone uh, killing himself. And so I do think that at that moment to have this um, uh, connection between these two characters, one is someone who's so distraught and almost killing herself. And on the other hand, you have someone who is a corpse she had every reason to live and she wanted to live so much. And then at that point that they connect with each other. And I do think that it created a, a great uh, dramatic impact and uh, a good way to tell her story, not only about the characters, but also to really examine what does it mean to live and what does it mean to die? Yes. Um, the, I actually put it in my notes because um, I actually put in my notes that it takes as much much courage to live as as it does to want to die and for these for these characters for these women um for like the migrant workers coming over from um, other southeast asian countries to taiwan it takes tremendous courage to leave of everything that you know and come to a country where not only they're looking to have work and but they know that they could be exploited but they're taking that risk because their their life is worth taking that risk whereas for Bujie, she doesn't think her life is worth keeping. You know, she thinks without this, um, her her husband, that life isn't worth go, um, going on. So I think I think it was so uh, poignant that you use the death of of one woman for another woman to find her purpose and her meaning. That she's it, it kind of speaks to how everyone has a purpose in life. And for and for uh, Wardy, her her purpose was cut short by this man who killed her. But for um for Wujie, she saw the she saw getting um justice for Wari as her new reason for continuing. Yahu 而且会觉得好像是说为了要争取他的正义 Yes. Thank you. <laughs> um, so um, another parallel that I really that I picked up in the film that I want us to talk about is um, 
we talked i talked about the we talked about the courage that these women and the choices in in staying alive but there's another um another i think parallel between the two women which is about people noticing their pain for instance for um Wujie, she's she's clearly suffering from depression she's se- severely depressed because for someone to take to make the choice that she had wanted to make which is to commit suicide you have to be at a point where you think that there's nowhere out which is a form of severe depression and she's trying to fool everyone and thinking that she's fine she has all of these people paying attention to her who are worried about her but for Wari and for the other women like her there's really no one really looking for them except for Wari's boyfriend but there's really no one really looking for them because they live on the outskirts of society they're migrants and like in general society doesn't really pay attention to illegal workers they kind of exist as ghosts in the society you know they're doing all of this work for way below minimum wage and they're invisible to the people around them so you have these two women once again one is being looked at one is being worried about and one is being cared for while another one she's she's just she like no one is looking no one is really missing her no and for the other victims no one is missing them you know they're all they're all missing but no one is really missing them so um talk also about that parallel in the stories about how society how society views women you know some are discarded and some are kind of like worried and how close 讲到这个无解的痛苦，虽然他就是因为他经过这样子的一个呃爱人自杀的方式，他变成重度的忧忧郁，然后一直到最后有自杀这样那种，甚至要付诸实施。但是这个表面上的这些重度忧郁啊，
。那我觉得很实在的原因就是异乡人嘛，异乡人他们人人跟人之间的连接更更更稀薄，或者是说，即便他在这边有黑工有很多朋友，同样也是黑工，可是为了他们自己的利益之下，他们可能也不愿意去。把他的死亡或者是他的这个消息给给给正式跟跟，就是他没办法跟官方呈现。嗯，那是不是是不是他们就永远会被忘记？我觉得这不一定，因为故事没提到。可是我心心里想的是，我知道有一些义工或黑工，他们他们的朋友面呃遭遇到死亡之后。他们是没办法去，他们自己也是黑工，他们没办法去报警。可是他们可能会找一些，譬如说，呃，像基督教可能会找牧师来临终祷告。如果是有这个佛教或者是这个别的宗教，可能会找别的这个神职人员来替他们呃祈福。那可能在他们心中是是是存在的，可是可是在整个我们的荒荒郊野岭，可能有蛮多这样子的孤魂野鬼。So funny that you said that because the, when I was writing the script, the original title of this film is actually called Wild Ghosts. And what I'm trying to capture with this film very much about not only what does it mean to be to become wild ghosts, not only materialistically speaking, but also emotionally speaking, and also examine how the external society will have an impact on the internal emotions of all the characters that I am depicting in this particular film. So if you take a look at the character of Wu Jie, even though she does have friends and that kind of social networks to prevent her to become wild ghosts, so to speak, that become so desperate and so uh, In despair that、uh, she wanted to uh, com uh, commit suicide, but at the same time, it's like even with these friends, even with these social networks, they are no in no competition with her inner struggles and internal turmoils that、uh, that she just couldn't get over.、Mm -hmm. And I, I do think that it's a very good contrast to the. The other side of the story is that you have these illegal migrant workers that they are not. Uh, they're alone. They do have other migrant worker friends. They do have that type of people that they、uh, work with. But I do think that because of their special uh, identities as an illegal migrant workers, that they have to take care of their own self interests, and therefore a lot of them they、uh, chose not to report that, or that they dare not to report these crimes or these issues、uh, to the government or to the government officials or people who are in charge of、uh, dealing with these issues. So in a way, is that you know on the on, you know, on the surface it looks as if that they have no. Uh, any type of recourse when they are experiencing、uh, issues such as being murdered and become the victims of、uh, crimes in Taiwan, but I do think that、uh, you know there there's a well there's a way. A lot of them, even though that they don't report this to the police officers or to people who are in charge of these issues, they will find a way to somehow,、uh, for example,、uh, yeah, find the. Uh, pastors uh, through the church, so that will give the, these victims 
last rites uh, before they pass, or that if they are um, Buddhist, then they might find people who can pray for them so that they will have a better passing. Uh, so I do think that a lot of them, uh, even though that they might not be able to um, do the the proper way of reporting crimes and to make these things to be seen. But at the same time, they also find other ways to take care of those uh, people who are in the same positions as not only migrant workers, but also illegal migrant workers. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm sorry about that. My dog, stop it. <laughs> she always does this um <laughs> okay so um something else i want both of you not to talk about is the casting because i think for a film the casting is so important especially for the character of uh Wujie, where she's because she, her try her character arc is so um i think so um fascinating because she starts off from a moment of the film literally opens with her at her lowest, like emotionally and mentally. She's she she thinks she has nowhere to go. So she's completely desperate. She feels completely alone. She feels isolated. She feels um, lonely because she's lost her husband and she feels there's no one there for her. And then as she she doesn't want to get into this case because she just wants to be left alone. She just wants to like fall away from society. But then as she she gets more involved with the case of King Fawari and then realizing that it's a serial killer case, she realizes she's found her purpose again. So you need an actress who who can play someone who's completely um, alone, but then also completely filled with um, she's not obsessive, but she's she's so filled with so much purpose. She is like now desperate for something else. And that desperation is to solve this murder. And then there's the moments where in the flashbacks, we see how she was as when she was married, you know, she was happy and she was laughing and bright. So you have to find an actress. So talk about um, casting uh, Janine Chang to play the character of Wuji, because I think she's, she did such a fantastic job with this film. So I want both you, David, and Yi to talk about casting her and the process of finding your lead actress. 演绎的方式去把这个角色选出来君宁一直在台湾是一个蛮优秀的演员然后他的他也是一个我想这有点残忍了
这么健康、这么完美的一个女生，她脆弱的那一面，她痛苦的那一面，嗯、我觉得观众可能也可以看到不一样的这样子的一个、嗯、一个一个我们熟知的这个女明星，一个不一样的成为一个女演员的样貌。嗯、so Jinning Zhang has been a wonderful actor、uh, all these years and been really、um, acknowledged. For her craft as an actor, and I do think that not only that she also has star power、uh, in、mm -hmm. such a way that she appears on many commercials, many MVs, and her public image has always been very healthy, very upbeat to a point of perfection. So I do think that uh, when uh, producer Tong approached me about having Jinning、um, Zhang to Play this particular role. I thought that that's a great idea, and the reason for it is because the contrast of her public image、mm. and the character that I want to build and develop for this particular film is that、uh, I get to really show the audience the fragile, the, the the side of being in pain and being desperate, and it's the, the polar opposite of what people know about her. In public, so that is、uh, one of the reasons why I think that she is the perfect、uh, cast for this particular role. 呃，张钧甯基本上是呃，已经有非常成熟的一个演技的演员。然后她有一个特色就是柔中带着一股硬。嗯。那我觉得这个东西是适合演一个女警的一个很重要的一个特色。那之前我跟她合作过一部电影，呃，叫做《气魂》。气魂里面基本上她跟张震合作的时候，她也是演一个女警。只是那个时候她面对的是另外一个状况。那透过那一次的演出，我可以，我我觉得她在曾荫庭的这个案子里面，她可以非常胜任这个东西。那当然，我很高兴的是，其实最重要的是曾荫庭跟张钧甯在讨论剧本的互动之中，他协助张钧甯，张钧甯也协助他，嗯，让这个角色有了更多的一个火花，嗯，更具有说服力，嗯。气魂的英文，气魂的英文怎么讲？气魂的英文，老外唱啊 ，so so 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 yeah。So as I mentioned before, that、uh, also the director mentioned that、um, uh, Jinning Zhang has been wonderful、uh, and also very mature as an actor,、mm -hmm. and I do think that she has a unique quality of being、uh, at once soft with very、um, pronounced grit. So、mm -hmm. when you see her, it, it's a it's a great combination of both qualities, and I do think that、uh, my experience with her. Uh, for the previous film by the name of Soul,、uh, she was also the the female lead for that particular film,、uh, opposite of Zhang Zhen, and、uh, I do think that that particular collaboration make me feel that I'm very confident that she can be a great、um, uh, cast member for uh, uh, for the abandoned. The reason for it is because that,、uh, as I mentioned, she's so mature as an actress, and she also have that quality of both the soft and the hard, the 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 
the fragility at the same time also the grits um, that she uh, she just have the air of uh, being able to combine these two. Not only that, they also uh, somehow help each other out to make the story and make the character even more uh, developed through the interactions and collaboration between the director and also Jinning Zhang. They uh, really push each other to a point of making the stories and making the characters even more comprehensive, even more three-dimensional. So it is definitely a wonderful collaboration. Yes, um, I agree because this character is one where you understand her grief, but then you also want her to get out of it as quickly as possible because you don't want her to slide back into where she was before. Because as I was watching the film, I just kept thinking um, she's putting herself in dangerous situations because Whereas she wasn't able to commit suicide before, but she's looking for, I, th I think, a way to harm herself because she has a, a, a she, she kind of has survivor's guilt and she feels that she should have died along with her husband. So she, so I think Jenny did a fantastic job showing this, these aspects of this character because you sympathize with her and you want her to be okay. And a lot of that has to do with while this character may seem rude or, um, or standoffish, you understand where she's coming from. And Janine really puts that um, relatability into the character because you just want her to be okay right up until the end of the film. Tatan 觉得好像就很不舍很棒的一个很完全的一个角色 makes 自己和爱的人有所连结
我换了一个心情，可能还是在讨论这样子的题目，可是我用乐观一点的角度，嗯、或者说可以从悲悲观的地方重新站起来，面向可能更更不一样的风景的未来。嗯呃，这个是我觉得在这两部片中同样讨论到，但是呃，有或许我有一点点成长，或或者叫做心情有一点点不一样。嗯哼，谢谢。So. Thank you for notice, noticing that because that is something that I am very much、uh, a huge issue that I want to continue to revisit and visit.、Uh, the reason for it is because I do think that you know, we're born to this world and then just so happen to find that person to make that connection and become partners, and then for whatever reasons,、uh, then you have to say goodbye to that to your loved ones. That sense of loss is something that very universal and something that is so deeply、uh, touching and moving, and then something that I want to、uh, examine through my films. But having said that,、uh, I do think that for the last film, the last verse, it is something that is definitely in total. So despairs and completely pessimistic. That's one way of looking at love and loss. And I do think that this particular film, even though that I'm examining the same two elements, love and loss, but at the same time I want to be a little more optimistic. I want to be a little more hopeful because there's a, there are different ways to deal with love and loss. And I do that maybe because I'm older now, or maybe because、uh, I have a different take on love and loss now、uh, as a more mature directors and. And、that's the the choices are made for this particular film, the abandoned. Yeah, the abandoned has, I think, a very optimistic ending. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. So everyone, that was another episode of Karen and Talks. This was one of my special、um, interview episodes for the New York Asian Film Festival. And today, this interview was with the Taiwanese director Song Yingting and producer David Tong. To talk about their film, The Abandoned,、uh, which stars Jenning Chong, Chao Wingmin, Ethan Zhuan, Yuan Shun, and Frankie Huang, as well as Chloe Xiang, and this was really enjoyable. I'm hope I'm, I'm not sure if it's going to be available on any streaming platforms. Probably more than likely, and it was really good. It's a thriller, but it's a thriller with heart. You know, it's about these、uh, migrant women who've been murdered. Um, by the serial killer who's obsessed with them, and that that story in particular is also very interesting. We didn't have time to get into it, but I appreciate the time that Eating and David took to talk with me today, and、um, I appreciate the work of our interpreter Vincent. He did a terrific job, and it was so great to get to be able to talk to both the director and the producer for a film because that doesn't I don't normally get that chance,、um, and it, and it was great to also I think. Get to talk to Eating in particular about how he views、um, love and loss, you know, because like you know, every person has their own interpretation and understanding of those two aspects of humanity. So it was great to be able to talk to him about that. And I'm also looking forward to the film, The Last Verse. I looked forward to see if I could find it online, but I couldn't. But I think I'm gonna try to see if I can find it in the library because you know, if you can't find a, a film on streaming platforms, you can also see if you can rent them from your library. So support your local libraries. And before I wrap up, you, of course, you can find this episode as well as other episodes for the New York Asia Film Festival, as other film festivals that I've also covered、um, on here on my podcast channel on other podcast streaming platforms. You can find the video versions of all of my interviews on my YouTube channel. That's YouTube. dot com slash carolyn underscore hines. Find me on social media. That's Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Carrie C N H twelve. That's C A R R I E C N H one two. I'm always on Twitter, 
and I'll be there until that ship sinks. Um, so until the next episode of Caroline Talks, everyone, stay safe. Bye.